How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hey everybody, Rihanna M. Hill here with the wonderful Kate Allison, excited to continue this Breakfast With series. Kate is a book writing coach and editor, specializing in helping women coaches, entrepreneurs, and professionals write influential books so they can have the impact that they desire. She does this by showing them how to get their books out of their heads and onto paper and how to make it engaging so people will read it. So, hello Kate, how are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. So glad to have you on here today. We've not talked to many book publishers, so this is going to be really great information. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm excited to be here. Perfect. Let's go ahead and kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? (laughs) Uh, I love blueberry pancakes with maple syrup. Ah, it's a bit of a classic. That sounds delicious. Yep. Um, Okay, well, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you as a person and what makes you, you? Well, that's, uh, that's a bit of a tough question. Um, You know, so I feel like I am always learning and growing and I'm always becoming someone different. So this is a a hard question to answer. Um, But I definitely I, I learn something new every day. And I really enjoy learning from other people. So I enjoy connecting with people and, you know, hearing their stories and learning from them. I really believe that we have so much to learn from one another. And I really love helping people share their stories so that others can also connect with them and learn from them. You know, and I really feel like, you know, hearing other stories can make us feel less alone. So part of who I am is someone who loves telling and listening to stories. Um, On a more personal note, you know, I also have a quirky sense of humor, and uh, I love to laugh at all the absurdity in our world. I also have a dog, Kaylee, who I rescued. She is a shepherd Labrador Husky mix, so I call her my Shepardorski. And, and of course, you know, I mean, I love to read. I, I never go anywhere without a book in case I get stuck somewhere. Absolutely. Well, stories are a fantastic way to learn. And of course, that uh, gives a little insight into what you do. So what is your business? Well, as you said, I am a book writing coach and editor. So I help people who really want to have an impact on the world. They are writing an influential book because they know that having a book is a way to get their ideas out there. It's a way to have a wider audience, gain more visibility, get on stages, you know, and I really focus on working with them to make their book engaging because I want people to read their book and not just read it, but also be like, wow, that was so good. I have to go give that five stars on Amazon. And then when you do that, then, you know, if Amazon sees that you get a lot of good reviews, then, you know, you go up higher in the search rankings and that's really good for sales. So, and plus the people who read it also recommend it to, to their friends. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of, you know, using organic marketing tactics to, to help sell your book. And I help with that on the writing side of it by making sure that you have a really solid story and a really solid book that, uh, conveys the message that you want to convey. 
Absolutely. One of the best ways to sell a product is to have a good product. Yes. Yes. Oh, as someone who has, I read about a book a week, at least I try to. And as someone who has definitely read a lot, I, I appreciate that you want to make it engaging because a lot of books are certainly not quite engaging. <laughs> yes. I, I think back to college, like, you know, when we had to read textbooks and I'm like, you don't want to write a textbook. Like no. unless you're in academia, you do not want to write a textbook because nobody is going to read it. Oh so, no. It's yeah. so dry. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, so far in your business, what has been one of your favorite memories? Oh, that's a great question. So I recently started working with a new client. Now, this is kind of a funny story. She was a referral, and she came to me through a friend of mine who met her at a bar of all places, and they started talking, and she mentioned, oh, yeah, you know, I, I wrote my memoir, you know, but I need someone to help edit it. And, you know, of course, my friend was like, well, I know somebody amazing who can help you. So that was really cool. And, uh, you know, so, so, you know, I sent her a couple emails. She had my website information. And when I got on the phone with her for the sales call, she started the call by saying, you know, I just want you to know, I've already, already decided that I'm going to hire you. So just keep that in mind. And that was just such a great feeling because, you know, it was important to her that her book be interesting enough for people to read it. And she really liked that I focused on that. So that was a really wonderful feeling that, yes, I'm doing something good. Absolutely. And there's two really good things in there as well yeah. of not only do you have this friend who really mm. cares for you and understands what you're doing well enough to refer you, but she understands what you're doing in such a distilled way that she's able to communicate it so clearly that this person mm. already knows what you do and that they want to work with you before they even have mm. to talk to you. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Perfect. So yeah, I, I, I will say that, you know, I am very, very grateful for um, the community that I've met through my business. I mean, I have friends all over the world and it's so amazing to connect with so many other women who are, you know, who are impacting the world in their own way and who are building their own businesses and working with them to build each other up. That's such a great feeling. Absolutely. Where in the world are you today? So I'm in central Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm in uh, the far, far northwest corner of Washington. So there's a oh, okay. wonderful demonstration of <laughs> women yes. connecting worldwide. Yes. Very cool. Well, nationwide at least. So in that same vein, what does it mean to you to be a business owner? You know, that's a really good question. So to me, the biggest thing really is freedom. You know, I have the freedom to choose which projects that I want to work on. So if somebody sends me a project that isn't aligned with my values, you know, I can turn it down. And, you know, on the other hand, if somebody sends me a project that is aligned with my values, then, you know, I get really fired up about, about helping them make it be as good as possible. And it's also wonderful to see, like, the direct impact that I have on my clients and also to know that I'm indirectly helping people because the people who read my client's book and are impacted by it, you know, they're going to be helped as well. So that's being able to help people like on so many different levels is, is important to me as, as a business owner. You know, I will say that, you know, at first it's, it's very scary because, you know, you have to go out and do the work and find the clients. And if you don't, you know, there's no like, there's no guaranteed paycheck. 
So that can be a little scary, but I think, you know, it's, it's definitely worth it for the freedom and the, the ability to do what you love. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to agree with that too. Um, and seeing the impact is so huge, especially at the smaller level. Yes. So let's go ahead and get into the sticky stuff a little bit here. Mm -hmm. What are some of the major challenges you've had in your business that you've either had to overcome or perhaps you're still working on? So I've had a couple really big challenges. One is visibility. You know, it feels like right now there are so many people working online that it's really difficult to get your name out there. And so, you know, so I, I'm on several different social media channels, but you know, it was hard to know like exactly what do I need to do on social media in order to be successful? Because, you know, I was doing it regularly and I had people liking and commenting on my content, but for the most part, it wasn't enough to make them interested in working with me. So, you know, so I started doing some in-person networking and I've had some success with that. And then what I, what's really changed for me though, is when I started reaching out to people on Facebook or LinkedIn messenger personally and starting real conversations, um, that really helped grow my business because I could see like, you know, when I mentioned what I do, usually they, they either say like, Oh, that's cool. Or they say like, Oh my God, I need your help. And so then, you know, I can talk about what I do in a way that doesn't feel pushy or salesy at all. And, you know, and I know that they're really looking for someone like me. And if they're not interested, then I have another connection who, you know, who knows, maybe two years down the road, they decide to write a book and they think back to that conversation with me. Um, so just making those connections is, is huge, I think. And, you know, depending on what you do and where you live, it can be difficult to make those in-person connections. So the internet is a wonderful resource for that. Absolutely. As, as far as a marketing tool, the internet kind of is that double-edged sword because on the one hand, it makes it easier than ever for mm -hmm. you to get out there and for you to communicate. But then that means everybody's, it's easier than ever to be but, out there. So you have to remember that, that personalization. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So another, and you know, another challenge that I've had uh, in my business is being consistent. Uh, when I first started my business, you know, I, I knew that I had to take action, but it felt like, you know, all the experts say to do different things, you know, like one says, oh, you should put the most importance on your email list or writing your blog or doing Facebook lives. And so it's hard to know, like, which one of these things should I focus on the most? And so I was kind of like all over the place doing one thing one week, doing another thing the next week. And I, that did not get me any results at all. So what I did was I actually created a tracking system to start like looking at, okay, so what actions did I take today and what results am I getting? And I did notice that there was a lag time. So, you know, I take, I take some actions for a week and then, you know, like a week or two later, I notice the results of those actions. Um, but when I, but by doing that, I was able to see that it was building those online relationships that, uh, was really effective. That was resulting in a huge jump in sales. So that was really clear that I needed to continue to focus on that, you know, while also doing other things, but putting the primary importance on that. hundred percent. Yeah. Those systems are huge in that lag time, especially mm -hmm. for a service-based business can even be months, if not right. years. So that's really important to, to have that consistency. I really mm -hmm. appreciate that. 
Um, so with, with this marketing, you mentioned a little bit reaching out to people has been successful for you. Do you have any big wins in that same vein? Well, I don't know about in that vein, but I will say that anytime a client publishes a book, it's a huge win. Oh, sure. And then, yeah. And, you know, that's just, it's such an amazing feeling to know that they're out there and, you know, they feel accomplished, I feel accomplished. And then, you know, what's even better is when people start reading their book and they start getting those five-star reviews. And, you know, and sometimes those five-star reviews even specifically mention like, wow, the author really pulls you in with her vivid details. And I'm like, yes, that's what I helped her with. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. So that's, yeah. So that's really, really amazing, you know, so you know, I just think one of my clients after putting her memoir up on Amazon, she immediately re received a whole bunch of five-star reviews on both Amazon and on her Facebook page. And reading the comments was just wonderful. You know, people said it was a page turner. It was a book they couldn't put down. And again, that, that was something that I worked with her on. So that was a huge, huge win for me. Of course. That's amazing. Well, for both of us. For her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a win-win situation for everybody. Yes. Love that. Love that. And I love that when they succeed, I succeed. Yes. And which, of course, you know, the people who read the book are able to enjoy it and succeed as well. And it just kind of yes. has that ripple, that positive ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's shift gears here a little bit and talk about first jobs. What were some of the first jobs you've had and did those help you in any way get to where you are now? I have learned something from every job that I've had. You know, so uh, I've worked in retail, I worked as an elementary school teacher, I worked as a university student advisor. So I've kind of done a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. You know, uh, in retail, you know, I learned how to provide outstanding customer service, how to really make the customer feel cared for and valued, as well as how to handle it when a customer is unhappy, how to respond appropriately, and how not to take it personally. Um, and then, you know, as a teacher, you know, working with kids and helping them learn, um, you know, learning how to provide feedback in, in a kind but honest manner, that's, that's, a, that's a very important skill as an editor. People, you know, people trust me with their books and their books are very, very personal. You know, so if I come back and say, well, oh my God, this is terrible. You made all of these grammar mistakes, blah, blah, blah. Then they're going to feel terrible about it. And I don't want to do that. So sure. I need to be very careful and say, you know, your story was so inspiring. You know, here are some things that we can work on. And sure. just by approaching it in that manner, I mean, I, one, it's true, you know, looking at, you know, what's important. And it's also, and it's also honoring, you know, their effort as well as giving them what they need to make it better. Absolutely. Yeah. Very important. The feedback and just the customer service in general and yeah. anything that we do. hundred percent. You'd be surprised how many people I've talked to who said, oh yeah, well I showed my, my book to an editor and they said it was terrible, that I was a terrible writer, writer. And I'm just like, Ouch. why would you do that? Like why? Ugh. You can't say things like that to creative right. people. <laughs> and not just that, but, you know, everybody has different tastes. So, you know, a book that I don't like, you know, somebody else might love it. That's so, very true. I think a lot, yeah. of, uh, a lot of those bestsellers actually were denied at first. Yes. Yeah, like J.K. Rowling. I mean, she had to send it to Harry Potter to so many publishers. Sure, sure. Yeah. Very cool. That's, that's great advice, I think, and encouragement for people who may be struggling through that to know that, mm -hmm. you know, it is a process and that's okay. 
And also know that, you know, if you are writing a book and you feel like it's terrible, um, you have lots of, you can revise it, you yeah. know? So it's okay if, if the rough draft isn't, isn't that great. It's better to get that rough draft out and start working on it than trying to make that first draft perfect and n not getting anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Just getting it done sometimes is half the battle. Yes. So knowing what you know now, what kind of advice would you give, give someone who's just getting started um, in their career or, or with something, a new business perhaps, um, or what is something that you really wish that you would have known when you got started? I wish that someone had told me, well, that I would have listened to someone telling me, that, <laughs> you know, I, that my services are valuable and needed. And because I felt like when I first started, I was very, very afraid of coming across as salesy, as pushy. You know, I didn't want to do that. And so, you know, I, I, it got to the point where I was even afraid to message somebody to say hello because I thought, are they going to think this is just the introduction to a sales pitch? Um, but, you know, now I know that, you know, after doing a lot of work on my mindset, you know, I can recognize that when somebody actually needs my service, I'm actually doing them a disservice when I don't tell them what I do. When sure, I don't sure. Introduce myself. And because I don't know who might need that service and who doesn't, you know, I need to be introducing myself to a lot of people. Um, you know, and so as long as I'm being open and honest and gen genuinely interested in people, you know, I have nothing to be afraid of. I'm not going to push it on somebody who doesn't need it. And, you know, even if somebody does think that I'm being pushy, so what? It doesn't matter, you know, that then that person isn't my ideal client and I move on, you know, and I mean, and I'm still sometimes afraid of, of seeming that way, but I, I've learned to just let that fear be there, but take action anyway and, yeah. you know, and just be like, okay, yeah, the world isn't coming to an end. It's okay. <laughs> sure. That's definitely a sentiment that's felt by a lot of people. I think it's because we've been so subjected to those crappy sales pitches. You know, you kind of have that little alert on, but you do have, you know, everybody has something valuable to offer. Right, right. 100%. It's just, yeah, it's just the way that you offer it that has to be. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love to throw this in a little random moment. What's one unique or random skill that you have? Well, when I was in college, uh, I was a music education major, and I sang songs in Norwegian. So I don't know, you know, I don't remember those songs, so I couldn't do it right now. But at one point, that was a unique skill. Um, and, you know, I also have the ability to take a complex concept and break it down into smaller pieces so that anyone can understand it, you know, one piece on at a time, and then we build on that. And so for people who are writing books to support their business, you know, being able to break down the concepts that they understand intuitively is necessary for their audience to understand what they're talking about. And since most of the time I'm not an expert on whatever it is they're writing, I'm able to spot instances where it's like, okay, we need to break this down. Now explain this to me like I'm five. And then by doing that, we really make the book stand out and make it easy to understand. Absolutely. Yes. That's reading at that third grade level, I think is what mm -hmm. I've heard. Yes. Very cool. Norwegian songs. How wonderful. Do you speak Norwegian then? No. Oh, <laughs> no, that's cool though. Singing is cool. Yeah. Um, well, what inspires you to be your best? 
being surrounded by other people who are lifting others up, who are empowering others, who are owning their expertise, who are kind and compassionate to themselves as well as to others. I think that's huge. Being kind to ourselves is something we often forget about. Um, but that makes me feel really uplifted when I'm surrounded by, by those kinds of people. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with us today? Well, thank you for taking the time to interview me. This, this has been really fun. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really appreciate your time. Um, so for our listeners, let them know where they can find you if they're interested in learning more. Yes. So my website is kateallisoncreative.com. You can also uh, follow me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Kate Allison Creative. And on Instagram, I am Kate Allison Books. And on LinkedIn, uh, you can look for my profile under Kate Allison. Wonderful. Well, thank you and so that's much. Allison spelled A-L-L-Y-S-O-N. I'm sure you'll have a link to it. Yes, we'll yes, post the link yeah. with the yeah. podcast so that it'll be available. Yes. But yes, great to make yes. that spelling differentiation. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Kate, thank you so, so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something. Or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much. Thank you.